Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are back, and I'm excited about today's show because it is something that I had to tell myself the other day, and that is take some breathing room. So today we're talking about breathing room and the amazing power of taking a time out. And I know that a lot of us are running in a whole lot of different directions. Um, you know, not even, not even if you just don't have your own business and all that, you have kids, you have family, you have all kinds of things going on. We all have our, our categories and our lists of things that are going on. And it is very easy to try to get yourself into a point of wrangling everything into some semblance of organization or some semblance of control. And um, and sometimes life just doesn't let doesn't want to be organized. Sometimes you've asked for a tremendous amount of change, which most of you coming to our show and who are part of our Aha Moments uh, world community are always asking for big change, right? And so when you ask for big change, you also ask for a fair amount of chaos because <laughs> that's what change is all about. So um, today we're going to talk about the power of taking breathing room and giving yourself permission to stop and to focus and to regroup and some of the fun, easy ways to do that in short periods of time and how to steal time for yourself from the day because a lot of people say, well, someday when all of this is worked out, I'll take a vacation or someday when, you know, this, 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 and this comes through and I get all this money and I have all the things I want and the guy calls and the, or the girl calls or whatever – we have a tendency to put ourselves in our breathing room on hold. So today what I wanted to talk about is taking yourself off of hold and recognizing that taking that that breathing room, that space, is one of the most powerful points of creation and can be a major point of acceleration for you in what your whatever projects you're working on. So we're going to get into that in a few minutes. And um, the good thing is, is it'll be a lot easier. A lot of us are coming off of a very hard Mercury and retrograde. I did an experiment this time with Mercury and retrograde. Normally, you guys know, I'm always announcing it weeks before and a month before, you know, batting down the hatches, you know, get everything, all your ducks in a row, Mercury retrograde is coming, you know, kind of like Paul Revere. And this time I decided not to announce it at all. I wanted to see if, we didn't put a whole lot of energy and focus on it if it would be easier or feel more, you know, feel better or feel like it didn't exist if we didn't put any focus on it. So I didn't announce it on Facebook. I didn't talk about it on the show up until I guess the last few days of it. And it ended last week. And um, it was funny because when I asked about it, everybody still had a horrible time. (laughs) 
So I don't know if I did anybody a service. I know for me, I just couldn't handle dealing with Mercury retrograde because I had too many other crazy, acute things going on, and I just refused. I was like, okay, done. I can't. I am not putting any focus into this because it's just going to make it worse. So, um, but the fact of the matter is that it was very heavy energy. We had a very heavy full moon, and now we have ended the retrograde. We have um, started our, we have our new moon. I believe it's today. And so as we go into the new moon energy, there's just this enormous breath of fresh air. We're going out of a waning moon, which is every time of retraction and pulling back. We're going out of a retrograde, which is time of retraction and pulling back. We're going into a waxing moon, which is a time of accumulation, a time of, of, of receiving. And we're getting more and more light each night from the moon, so it's a power time. So it's time to take a little breathing room over the next day or so get centered and then power forward so that you can get sort of grab these last few bits of spring because once we get into the dog days of summer, things have a tendency to sort of plateau until we get into the fall harvest. So um, that doesn't mean it has to happen. You certainly don't have to create that in your world. But I think even, you know, I think our natural cycle because we all went to school and, um, you know, all had summers off and whatnot, our natural cycle is to want to slow down and sort of just, you know, languish in the sun a little bit, if you will, and just sort of enjoy the outdoor weather because all the way around, you know, most of us have, most of us have, some people have winter when we have summer, I know. Um, but, you know, for for those of us who do have the summer at this point, um, you know, it's easier to be outside and get more done in various parts of the, the country and various parts of the world. You know, when when you're dealing with, uh, all of this shift in energy, and this is what the retrogrades are for, and um, uh, and all of the you know the different planetary things, it does cause a lot of stir. It causes us to let go of things. It causes us to take stock of things. It causes us to let go of dead wood. I don't know about you, but uh, one of the big acute things from this past Mercury and retrograde was observing friendships both old and new, and really taking note of a lot of very old friendships, like from childhood, early childhood, um, school, elementary school, high school, um, early years in college. A lot of those friendships came up to the surface. A lot of people started to show back up. We had some alumni association type things and, you know, very a variety of different things. And I started to reconnect with all kinds of people from, that part, you know, those quadrants of my my life, and it, it, it's really cathartic, you know, to see against the backdrop of your old life what your new life looks like, and um, it was very rewarding and very cathartic to reconnect with people, and the amount of forgiveness and the amount of, you know, it's, it's funny how when you have situations that have happened in your life in the past, how you can get stunted in certain, you can kind of get arrested development in certain areas. So, like, let's say. Um, in your 20s, you had a big loss or you had a big um, situation with a significant other. Uh, sometimes, and you, and you cut that off, but it was very traumatizing. We've all had our, our share of trauma. Sometimes your emotional development around that particular topic will stop there. Um, they talk about Michael Jackson, you know, he was arrested development when he was being abused as a child. He was arrested development at those very early years that he was losing because he had to work so hard. He had to do even more than the average adult working and push against his own natural desires 
for so long he's kind of trained out of being a child. So he needed to catch up and, you know, well into his 40s, um, he was he was trying to do that. So this show, <clears throat> being able to take breathing room, take stock, giving yourself permission to slow down and to to allow things to sort of configure on their own is really good for unlocking these because when you give yourself breathing room, you give your angels, guides, and higher self and subconscious and all that a chance to give you that little thing of insight in hyphen sight, so the sight within, of things that might need to be tended to, next directions, new directions, or just plain old resting all of your circuits. You know, we're all on this trajectory for success, for love, for fitness, for, you know, job satisfaction, for family, for child rearing, for elder taking care of our elders, you know, all this trajectory. And then hoping we have some goals along the way that get met. And uh and this this show is all about, you know, this little tool, which is a huge tool, um, to, to help you move forward with that. So now that we have the retrograde over. I just want to make one more announcement, and then we're going to get into the topic. And of course, we'll be doing some readings. I see all of you are already on the lines talking to Sam, so that's a good thing. Um, three four seven two one five nine four eight five is the number to call in. Uh, three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So if you're listening and you want to get in the queue now, because we see the lines are already filling up, and we'll get to that after our break. So. One of the uh, things I've been doing lately is Akashic Record readings. I've been doing them. I always go down to the beach and I sit and I do them. They're all phone readings. I do them on the phone. I do them by the ocean. And uh, and it's really fun because the Akashic Records is so powerful and they're very different than, you know, angel readings. And um, one of the things that's been coming up in those readings, I've been getting some channeled insight. So it's funny, as I'm doing the reading for a person, I'm getting my own readings from the guides simultaneously and they're doing the reading through me to my clients. So it's very, I always come out with like kind of two sets of information when I, when I finish those readings. And one of the things that happened last week with the client was that uh, a, a channeled uh, connection with what we call the I am energy. So that's the Christ energy. That's the Christ within you, that, that man, magical manifesting. Not so much the, the denominational version of Christ, the religious version of Christ, but that the essence of the Christ energy is embedded in all of us. So we have that. Um, you hear about it. You hear the words, I am that I am. A lot of practitioners out there know I've had them on the shows and stuff. A lot of them talk about the I am energy. And, um, and I personally work with that energy. It's extraordinary when it comes to creating miracles for removing big blocks, for dealing with real big traumatic situations. And it's also, um, if you learn how to use it, can be pretty extraordinary with the mundane things in life as well. So as I was talking to one of my clients last week, um, it was channeled to me to stop to her. And she was talking, It was told, I was told to stop and to have her close her eyes. And I actually channeled a, a, what, they, what they called an I am activation. So it really helped her to drop down into that energy. And through this process, we we were able to ignite her I am energy. And she actually got a very tangible experience of what that felt like. And she said to me, OMG, 
that's the most powerful thing I've ever experienced. It was so spot on, and it was so um, crystal clear, you know, of where her true power source comes from. And a lot of us get very caught up on trying to get our power from outside of ourselves, you know, trying to get our power from the, you know, other people, our relationships. You know, if our kids love us, then we feel powerful. If our husband loves us, then we feel powerful. If our, you know, if our boss says we're great, then we say, you know, we feel powerful. If we have a coach or whatever, you know, some person of authority, then we feel powerful. We have a tendency to turn our power into a parental source. So what I mean by that? What I mean by that is we've kind of been taught through most formal religions that God is the father and then there's the mother, you know, for those who believe God's goddess and that they kind of relate to us in a parental way that if we're good, they give us favor and what we want. If we're bad, they don't. And that couldn't be further from the truth. So when you're dealing with um, yourself, you have a tendency to, to constantly be looking outside of yourself. Now then there's on top, the layer over top of that is when we start getting into the, all the new age and the metaphysical and all that stuff and these, these thoughts on um, all of that, all the spirituality stuff, people have a tendency to think that they need some big, you know, epiphany, some big, you know, there's some big energy, this source energy we're supposed to be leaning into and, we, and, and this infinite infinite beingness and all this other, these words, the jargon that we use. And we still have a tendency, even when we're told, you know, it's the universe. So no longer think of the God with the white beard in the heavens. Think of the universe, all that is, source energy. And people still have a tendency to take that because they can't really get their head around it and they personify it into a parental relationship. So it's like, you know, they come to me and say, I'm trying to manifest. And, you know, whatever this energy is, isn't giving me myself. It's not helping me. It's not, you know, it's ignoring me. What should I do? Should I do more? And we have a tendency to grip down onto that kind of, you know, clamp down with our fangs and, you know, you start to wrangle and we start to approach our manifesting projects from a point of will, you know, almost like Marsha Brady and the Brady Bunch, like, you know, versus Jan Brady, you know, that that sibling thing where we're trying to beat off everybody else's attention so we can get our thing delivered, right? And so we parentalize, we humanize, uh, this, this, or we personify this energy. And it just doesn't work like that. And we feel like if we do more and more and more and more and more and more and more, we do more affirmations and we do, you know, we do, we're, we're disciplined and we eat the vegan food and we do more yoga and we do, you know, all these different things that because we're putting so much into it, we should get so much out of it. Very human being way to think. But it's just not how the universe works. <laughs> and it, it works actually in the complete opposite. So when you talk about breathing room, this is how it works. When, you, when you're working with that infinite energy, the energetic grid, the interconnected energy that makes us all breathe, that whole thing, it couldn't be further from, from human thought process. It is expansive. It is about space, okay? It's not about constriction. So you set an intention, you set a vision, or you have a vision for yourself or you set an intention, and what you do is you speak it or you write it, you think it, and it literally goes off of your breath, off of your tongue, into the field, and, it, and if you do that with emotion, 
It expands and it goes like a lightning bolt out. So if you hate yourself, you say, oh, God, I hate my thighs. I hate my thighs. And you've got tears and you don't look good enough in the outfit and you feel sad. You're literally expanding that out on the grid. You put it out there and it expands. There is no mommy saying, oh, my poor little daughter has such low self-esteem. Let me tell her that her thighs are fabulous even though they're not. Okay, sweetie, your thighs are fabulous. That's not how the universe works. That's how a human, that might, how my, a parent might work. The universe works is you put it out there and it expands. Now, the way that it contracts is with additional thought from you. So if you say, I, you know, I trust that I'm going to meet the person of my dreams. And that goes out onto the grid and it's very weak. So then instead of it going whoosh and going really far out, like let's say to the walls of your room or past, it goes like to the, to the end of your lips and it sort of sits. Why? Because you don't have any fuel behind it. You don't have any emotion behind it. You don't have that slingshot effect behind it to push it out. The slingshot effect is when you, you pull the, the slingshot, you know, the, whatever you have in the slingshot, you pull it back and back and back. The rubber band stretch back and back and back. When that thing, when you let it go and you spring it forward, that what springs it forward, your energetic rubber bands are your emotion. Okay, so when you think of a thought, uh, I really want to, you know, write a best-selling book, and you put and you pull that slingshot back, best sign book, best sign book, and you you have you know it's just rhetorical. You say, I want to write a best sign book. I, I, this is on my list of things to do. Stop. It's like the slingshot just drops and goes limp. When you pull it back, you say, you know what? I really want to do something that's going to really benefit people in X Y Z way and really open their hearts to X to whatever that is. And I feel it, and I feel the hearts of the people opening right now. And gosh, I feel the success of how I feel being successful, but I also feel how the people are going to benefit from it and how we're all going to commune together and how we're all going to have this beautiful, you know, interaction about this topic and how people are going to heal or whatever. And you start to put that kind of energy into that heart energy, that, that, that zest. It's pulling that slingshot back. So when you say, and now I have a best-selling book, whew, it swings out there onto the grid. However you flavor it is however that energy receives it. So to personify the energy and make it into a human being that has judgments and and withholds things and plays games and feel you know you feel like you're doing a constantly doing a combination lock you know you're trying to find the right thing so the thing will give you what you need you know you okay well if I say it this way. Well, maybe. Well, if I go to Rudy Hunter, I'll get, he'll do it for me. Or if I go to Dane here, he'll do it for me. Or if I go to Karen, oh, she'll 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 use the energy and she'll she'll make it happen. Or if I talk to Mari and do it in a country, and I'll she'll make it happen. Well, what's the combination? And you know, uh, it, it, it's not the practitioner. No matter what, it's never the practitioner. It's really all about how you fling your intentions out on to the grid. Now, how does that fit into breathing room? Well, if you're doing a, if you've ever been to the gym and you have a combination lock and you can't remember your combination and it's kind of on the top of your head but you can't remember quite what it is, you start working it and you start to get nervous that you might have to have them with the guy at the front desk come and cut the lock off the, the locker. You start to miss that little point of connection with the combination where the lock opens, right? So you might be getting the combination right, but it's not quite opening until you 
take a deep breath, get center, say, okay, try this one more time before I go to the guy. And when you take that deep breath and you get center, the lock connects and it opens, okay? When you are dealing with this type of energy and you're dealing with your, you know, your energetic senses, the more breathing room you get, you take deliberate breathing room, breathing room, where you sort of drop it, you give space. When you give space to what you desire, then you have energy that comes in. You're, it's an invitation for the universal energies to fill up that space with what it is you're desiring or you're, or you're most focused on. So this is a very important skill. It's a very important skill. So let's talk about how you actually do this. First of all, recognizing, and this is actually in my book, it's a big it's a chunk of my book, is recognizing how your energy works. So uh, I'll just go through the first little bit of it, and that is that we all have an auric field. That's our, our band of energy that stems from within our body out. And it goes out 50 feet from your body. So if you stand in one side of your room and you walk 50 paces, and then you turn around and look back where you came, that's how far your aura is extended. It extended. goes through walls, it expands out, and you can contract it in, just like a telescopic lens on the camera. There's other bands of energy. I'm not going to get into that right now. They all interconnect, okay? They reach out infinitely, and they all interconnect. And when you are in a room or in a situation with other people, you are mixing auras, just like if you put food dye into some water and you start to mix all the colors together. So you can be in a really good place. You know, had your great meal, you know, great breakfast, and your exercise, your yoga, you're all good, you go into the office, and somebody's in a really crappy mood. Somebody's being extremely aggressive or passive aggressive. Um, you know, you're dealing with uh, somebody who's, had, who's, who's, you know, not doing all those things in the morning and is looking to feed off of other people's energy. And you go into a room like that, and all of a sudden you feel like, you know, you're all happy and everything. Your aura is expanded all the way out. You're 50 feet because you're in a happy place, and that's what we happen to do when we get really happy is we kind of, we expand our arc field out, we expand our light out. There's big 50-foot ball of light coming into this situation where the person is, you know, really constricted, really contracted. Their aura is already all pulled in, and they're just, stop, you know, wallowing in, in negativity. You'll experience a real dip if you're not protecting yourself, you know, if you're not aware so when we talk about taking breathing room, we've, we've talked many times on the show about, you know, psychic protection, that kind of thing, and I'm not going to go into that today. But I want to talk about breathing room as that. Because what you can do when you're around those types of people is to pull your auric field in. Just envision like a telescopic lens. Just see yourself in a big, giant ball of light and say, okay, I'm pulling my auric field in so that it's closer to my body, and it's not being overexposed to all that negativity. When you're around your kids, let's say, and they're having a really good time, and you have all the giggles, you know, kids are so cute when they giggle, and they're doing their crayons and stuff, and they're playing games, and they're making jokes, and they're laughing, and you're laughing, you can expand your aura all you want, because it's feeding your aura, you know, you're working with each other, you're in a really good place with your animals, that kind of thing. But when you get into these harsh situations, you're dealing with people who are hypercritical, um, it's it's important that you know how how to pull to pull in. I know I have certain friends who uh, just thrive on being critical. 
just that's just who they are. It's fun for them. They're kind of that hostile humor that constantly critiquing other people, tearing other people down. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing because it's part of some, – some of these folks are part of a bigger group of friends. You kind of can't just walk away and not be friends with them because they're part of the social work circle that you're in all the time and it would just be kind of uncomfortable to not interact. But I had to say to myself, okay, how much am I going to interact? How much am I going to expose myself to this? And it started to hit me, like, why is it that I'm feeling bad? Why is it that certain things are just not working out? And I realized I was doing too much interaction with that type of person because, you know, I always pride myself in being Mari. I can tame the wild beast. You know, I've had plenty of friends who are really tough personalities and nobody else can deal with them, but I can deal with them because of what I do for a living and kind of how I, how I roll. And I've learned over the years that sometimes it's not worth taking on the project, you know, because it tears me down. Eventually, you know, if you create, I was thinking about the other day, if you take, you know, pet piranhas and put them in a tank, yeah, you know, you can interact with them and try to train them all you want, but if you put your hand in that tank, they're going to bite you, you know. So you have to be willing to take breathing room. And the way I figured this out was to say, okay, I'm taking a time out. One of my top tips for doing breathing room is to take a phone fast and to, to literally turn the phone off. Stop answering the phone. Do it for 72 hours. No text, no phone call, personal related. Obviously, you can do your business things or whatever, but anything that's personal, you're going to say, okay, I'm setting up my emotional and energetic boundaries, taking some breathing room. There's no judgment on anybody. You're not saying, oh, that one is a piranha, and that one's a shark, and this one bit my arm off. You're not going to go into that. What you do is give yourself space and say, okay, a phone fast. I do phone fast, email fast, texting fast. I have a lot of people who like to text me from the East Coast, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, California time, and I turn my phone off now. You know, they call me 6, 7, 8, 9 in the morning. I turn the phone off. I don't, I don't do that anymore because it starts my day off with all their issues or whatever it is they want, and I, I can't. I can't because I have to preserve that time very important that as you incorporate breathing room, you are also raising your own personal self-worth. You are feeding into your own personal self-love because you say, okay, wait, my psyche matters. My energy matters. And my personal management of my energy is a priority for me. And when you do that, what does that do to the universe? There's your slingshot. It sends that energy out into the field and guess what? Everybody else starts, it's fascinating to see it happen. Other people just sort of naturally back off or they just, you can tell in their tone of voice it's something different. They're used to coming in and just ripshodding through your energy. You know, I have had people, and this is not in my current group of friends in the the past, where they call me up and it's like, like a big suckling pig, you know, you know, just like this and you're just exhausted and you know this is happening even if you're having a nice with seemingly nice conversation if you get off that phone or you get out of that dinner party or whatever and you feel like you just want a face plant in your bed or on the floor or whatever surface is available to you first or on your head on the steering wheel um you've been you've been you know we call it in the in our my profession you've been swine that's what we call it <laughs> in our psychic, you know, when I talk to other people who do this work. It's like, oh, I was flying today. It's like, oh, okay. 
you know, and we do clearings for each other and all that kind of stuff. So, so super important, taking that personal time out, putting yourself in a time out and just saying, okay. Now, the other thing is, if you've been needy, it's all, it goes both ways. There's certain people that are needy on you, and then we have to admit it, there's other people that we're needy on them. Most of the time, it's our significant others. And we have a tendency when we get really overwhelmed with the you know other folks in our life, we turn to them and we expect them to feed us, kind of like this food chain. Well, that when that relationship, you know, those are our most intimate relationships, and they're super important to preserve because they're the most have the potential for the most nourishment in our lives. A lot of times, are very let's say a very high level of nourishment because of course our other friends and family are very important as well, but. It's important to preserve that. And taking that time out in that breathing room reestablishes your boundary. It also reestablishes their boundary. And it makes it so that you're not inappropriately leaning on their energy. A lot of women come to me and they, put, they have readings with me. I've done thousands and thousands and thousands of readings over the years. And I can't tell you, I would say a good 75% of them have to do with relationships. And for the rest of that, 25%, they usually ask the relationship question, even if it's the third or fourth or fifth issue in. And everybody's very concerned about that. And a lot of those people who are asking about relationships want to know why this person pulled away. What can they do to get this person back? And they say, you know, and there's an old adage, oh, you know, just get busy and the person will, you know, turn around and come running to you because you let them go. And, you know, if you, quote, let them go and you turn around and say, okay, that's it. I'm just going to throw myself into work and I'm not going to, you know, call them or text them or, you know, I am them or, you know, stalk their house. But you're on the phone talking about them and you're writing about them and you're getting psychic readings about them, you're still plugged in. And you're actually plugged in in the most intense way of all of it. If you're obsessing on your end, you don't have to physically connect with that person, but your energy is very much present and heavy and exhausting to that person, and you will see them distance themselves. No matter how much they love you, they will distance themselves. Why? Because they don't. They need that energetic. Many times on the, the calls, I've, talked, you know, I've coached women on the relationships, and I say, for every... You know, a girl goes out on a date with a guy, and she likes him. He likes her. So he goes off, and they finish their date, and he goes off, and he friends say, hey, you had a date with so-and-so yesterday. And he's like, yeah. Well, how was it? Oh, well, it was cool. She's cool. What do you think? Well, you know, she's cute. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, good, dude. That's awesome. So did you see the hockey game last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got this new thing for my car. I got to tell you, you got to get one too. Oh, and did you see that software thing? And Oh, what's on YouTube? They're off. The girl goes and says, oh, my God, I had a date with Brad last night. She's like, what? How was it? Oh, my God, he walked through the door and had his eyes and his clothes. and Oh, and then he, okay, so what did he say? Like, how did he do it? How did he hold his fork? Because, you know, that article we met, read in Glamour Magazine last week said that if he holds his fork this way, he's really good. And then if he holds his fork that way, he's really not. Well, okay, let me think about this. Because we had three courses, and, like, he held his fork this way for breakfast, but, Wait, for the first course, but, oh, my God, I don't even know if he knew how to use the second fork for the, for the entree because, well, he did use the salad fork, so that's probably good, but I don't know, you know, and, and, and you get into a level of detail and 
an analysis that a woman starts investing, right? So the guy's talked about her for four minutes at most, and the girl is talking to the first girlfriend about this guy and this date for an hour. So she's an hour ahead of him in investment. And then she gets on the phone with the next person. Oh, my God, how was that date with Brett? You had that date last night. What? What happened? Oh, well, you know. And then you talk about it again and again and again. So by the time the girl finishes her day, she's talked about Brad for eight hours. He's talked about her for like 20 minutes, you know, not even, to five minutes. And she now is invested. Now, does Brad know she's talking about all her friends to, to uh, you know, to all her friends about him? No. But does he feel it? Yes. Why? Because you're putting all of your cords, you are now starting to attach happiness, attachment to what the outcome's going to be because now as you've interacted with your friends about Brad, they've all invested energy too. Some of them are really happy for you. Oh, my God, that's so cool. He could be your soulmate. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Some of them say the same thing and they hate your guts because you got to date with Brad, right, and they don't have a date. And they're still smiling and saying, oh, that's so wonderful. So now you're getting the sign of cross current of energy. Right? Do you see how this, I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm not. <laughs> I really do. I'm not exaggerating. Do you see how this level of investment you've got, you're telling everyone about it, now you're getting everybody else's energy in on it. You're getting everybody else's opinion in on it. Okay? And you're investing. You're investing in the outcome, the original outcome that you would like to, you know, have a, another nice interaction with Brad and maybe a relationship with Brad. And then you're investing in the outcome of you want to prove the one who's doubting you, your friend who's doubting you wrong. You want to prove the jealous hater wrong. You want to prove your mother wrong. Because I don't know about this brand, God. And all that. You start to get into this whole thing. You start to load that relationship up with expectation and judgment and conclusions and all kinds of things. And you've been out with this person one time. And... I'm not saying that guys don't go and talk to, I mean, I certainly have done a, a few, you know, my share of readings with men who are calling me and they're just as hysterical as any woman. Um, but that's by and large not normally the case because they process differently. They get more like that after they've had sex. They don't really get that involved until that happens. So they can kind of compartmentalize much better than women. So that's why it's really important that you are able to take breathing room. When the a lot of times we only think to take breathing room when we're stressed out about something. It's also important to take breathing room when you're excited about something because you want to give that space. You want to give that universal energy and the 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 expansion space, the opportunity to expand. Because when you give it breathing room and you say, okay, you know what, that Brad guy is awesome. That was very cool. I'm going to tell my closest friend about it and how optimistic I am. And then I'm going to kind of cut the analysis off and say, you know what, let's see what happens. Let's just give it a chance and see what happens. So where are we going shopping? Do you want to go to that wine and cheese place I read about? Oh, my gosh, Zagat said it's rated with X many number of stars, you know, that kind of thing. You get on with your life. What does Brad do? Brad's like, I really like this girl. And he doesn't feel pressure. He doesn't feel that energetic kind of heavy, desperate pressure, which travels on the energy harder and more dramatically than you ever think. He feels like a sense of lightness around this girl. Oh, I think I'll ask her. Again, she's like, she's not freakish about me. You know, she's, she's cool. She's like, okay, I think I'll reach out to her. And that's how it works. It's not magic. It's not casting spells. 
it's just managing energy. It's giving people space. And it doesn't mean shutting them off of Facebook and shutting them off of this and blocking this and I'm giving them space and I'm taking space and you're, you're hysterical at the whole thing. It's about genuine space along the way. This breathing room can change everything. And, in, and you can do that with work, okay? You can do that with your money. You know, you're panicking, you're panicking, you're panicking, and sometimes you just need to stack the bills up on the table, write a little note to your angel to God, put it on top of there, can you please pay these? And I see them paid in full, and you go and take a day off. Just take a day off. Just You'll be amazed at how opportunities come into your world, how, uh, you know, uh, get forgiven, all kinds of things can happen when you just back off. Now, this doesn't mean that you back I have some, you know, one friend in particular I think about, she backs off of everything, she never does anything, and then all of the whole world collapses and she still thinks she should be backing off, and that's not the case. You are, you should take action. Uh, of course, determination has its place and, and stick-to-itiveness and all those things. But, you know, especially in America, we're, we're, we're good with all that. Most of everybody is hardworking and you know, kind of over overthinking and overworking things. So if you can just find this breathing room and balance, you're going to be in a in a much, much better place. Okay, so I'm going to stop here. We're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to come back and take some of your questions. The number to call in is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments radio show. We'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. 
Soul Lifetimes magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third-generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www ahamomentsinc.com and click on the work with Mari tab to get all of the details there are a limited number of spots each month so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now step back in time to the very beginning before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. We're back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we're talking all about breathing room and the amazing power of taking a time out. Now we are going to get into our readings for the day or our questions. If you have a question, please keep it to one question and please be specific. Um, That's just because we have a short period of time and we have way more of you than me. So we wanted to get to as many people as possible. So if you've been sitting and waiting, thank you for waiting and please listen up so we can get to, uh, we don't miss you when we open the lines. And also if you could keep your volume of your um, computer or radio, whatever you're listening to, turned down. Um, So when we open up the lines, there's not a lot of background noise. That that will help as well. one other thing before I get into starting to answer the questions, I just want to let you guys know we're now on iTunes, and uh, you can subscribe to the Aha. It's the Aha Moments Radio Show. Marianne Cooper is my whole name, and we have 123 episodes of this show on there. I didn't even realize how many episodes we had done on Blog Talk. We we were on another station before we got to Blog Talk, so we had 
a few hundred from that show in the past, but those aren't up on, on iTunes at this point. But we have 123 free podcasts on iTunes. So I'd ask, you know, subscribe. If you want, share them with your friends and stuff to to uh, help us get the, sh- the word out. Uh, you know, most people, they think it's only on Blog Talk, but we are on Stitcher.com and we are on iTunes now. So I'm very excited about that. Okay. That's that. Let's get on to our first caller, which is Susan from New Jersey. Hi, Susan. Hello. How are you? Hello. Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What's your question? Um, My my question is, um, I recently moved back home with my mom and my brother lives with her, too, after um, 16 years for health reasons and financial reasons. Um, do you see me getting closer to them both? Getting closer to what? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Getting, I'm sorry, getting closer to my mom and brother. Getting closer to them as people, you know, just relationship-wise with them? Um, well, it's, yeah. <laughs> it helps to answer that. I mean, I haven't lived with them in quite some time, and I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't understand the, your question. I, don't, I, I honestly don't. Just to ask me again, and just give me a little bit more specific of what what you're referring to. Okay. Um, I don't really have a relationship with my brother. Um, I haven't okay. lived. My brother still lives at home with my mom. So. Um, my mom, gotcha. I'm closer with, you know, it's, I have stage four cancer. I didn't want to go into all that, but, um, and I'm on disability. It's just, you know, my self-esteem is tanked. It's very low, you know, and I yeah. just, um, I, I guess I don't know how to relate to really anyone right now, but I live with them. So, um, I guess I'm just trying to figure out how to... Okay, so see. just for the sake of time, because I, I we are, we're going to run out of time, what I would say yeah. is there's two things that, that really need to focus on right now, and that is the healing process and getting your energy back up so that you... Do you, do you want to heal? That's a major question. I mean, I know it sounds like a dumb question, but some people don't. So yeah. that's a question, you know, and and there's, there's the very, uh, you know, low energy and strong current of depression, which I, I totally get because that's a really hard thing to be going through. I know, yeah. you know a few people in that situation. But it's not a time... It's, first of all, your angels and guides want you to know that you don't have to give up and you don't have to give over, you know, as far as, you know, it's giving up on yourself. As far as getting closer with your family, I think the focus needs to be getting closer with yourself because it's almost like you feel like your body has betrayed you, like you're kind of you're really down on yourself. That's what happens when our self-esteem kind of tips, you know. Um, so it's really more about that feeling of loving yourself and feeling like you're not alone. And as far as your connection with your, your brother and your mom, that can absolutely heal and increase. What I would do is I would, there's two angels that I think you should call on. One is Archangel Raphael. You might know about him because he's for, for healing and miraculous healing. And the other is Archangel Jeremiel. So like Jeremy uh, with the E-I-A-L, Jeremiel. 
And though uh, Jeremy L for emotional healing, and he can really help to. I've I've actually turned to Jeremy L when I've gotten in situations where I just can't seem to get a grip emotionally, uh, and I know it's getting in the way of physical things in my world. And he can really smooth things out dramatically, so that you at least get a sense of relief. And I think that all of your relationships would benefit from a higher level of optimism. You know, when when you start to feel like there's hope, there's a direction, okay, I can, you know, uh, you find some sort of peace with where you're at, that will help to to um, work with, you know, ha- help to heal your relationships. You don't have to know how to do this all in your own mental mind. This right now is a matter of, of getting more in tune with your own healing energy, asking for, for genuine healing if that is what you want, and um, because you won't, accept what you don't ultimately want and then the relationships will will smooth out um in in kind with that so i hope that's that's helped a bit i'm gonna have to jump to the next person but i'm wishing you all blessings and healing and lots and lots of of good positive energy for you and your family thank you so much i appreciate that oh you're welcome have a great night okay so next we have Lisa in California. Hi, Lisa. Hello. I'm, I'm interested in finances. Okay. What fun. would you like to know? <laughs> What's the specific um, question? Um, next job, is it going to be the, the self-employment or working for someone? It feels like your focus and energy is not in the place where uh, self-employment would completely support you right now. It's still kind of out there with dancers that's affecting you as opposed to you owning the circumstances. So what I would say is it feels like there's going to be a combination of something that you know pays the bills and that is in keeping with where you want to go and then perhaps a development of a of a self-employment situation self-employment is 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 really no <laughs> nothing to sneeze at now what's important for you at this time is when it comes to the job that you get a job that is um where you're passionate so the and that has to do with the arena of where you might want to work if you were going to do your own business so Let's say you want to be an interior designer for your own business. You might want to get a job doing whatever your particular skill, let's say your skill set was accounting. You might want to do accounting for an interior designer as opposed to a grocery store because that way you're at least in the arena of where you ultimately want to be and you can learn about where you want to go while you're getting paid to do it, doing you know something else. So that's the big key when you're developing um, you know, a business. But it feels like you're very much in the developmental stage. So I think another job job would be the best bet for right now. And that's what your angels feel to say. Let me just give you the name of an archangel who can help you sort of sort this out. And that's Archangel Shamuel, C-H-A-M-U-E-L. He's for um, relationships and soulmates, but he's also for life purpose, getting clear on, you know, job and, and that type of thing. And once your heart starts to sing, you won't have any issues with money. I think you're just in a, in a little little 
you know, in between phase right now, but it really feels like within the next three to six months you're going to be much better and, and not really too worried, have a much stronger sense of direction. So I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but I hope that's helped. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so next we have Julia in Texas. Hi, Julia. Hi. Hi there. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. What's your question? Um, well, I was wondering if you could um, help me out with as far as my my energy levels go and how that's affecting my work. And and what is when you say as far as your energy levels go, what does that mean? What's the question about that? Well, I feel like um, it's been pretty low. I feel like it's starting to pick up a little bit, um, but uh, I've been uncon. It's not normal for me. I'm I'm typically pretty high energy, and uh, I just feel like my energy has been low, and um, just not in a um, fun, joyful, playful place that I usually am. Mm-hmm. Well, two things are happening. One is that you're purging old stuff and you're actually getting, you know, sometimes that happy, happy, joy, joy is also an avoidance of dealing with certain things that if you got rid of those certain blocks, you would have more of a, you know, a, a, more of a leap forward and more, I, won't, I don't want to say genuine happiness because I don't think that you've been disingenuine by any yeah. means, but that lift, that, that, that more of that foundational happiness. So. Okay. Sometimes it's okay to go through that sort of pulled back. It's almost like a um, mandated breathing room from the from the cosmos, you know, that you're <laughs> pulling in, getting quiet, not feeling as outgoing. That's really a matter of you pulling in your auric field and fortifying yourself. You can't always be out and happy. And da, 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 that first of all is exhausting other people, and it's and it's not necessarily balanced. With that quiet, mm-hmm. I'm not saying happiness versus depression. I'm saying yeah. extrovert versus introvert. You know, so I wouldn't misidentify. It doesn't feel like your energy is going into some sort of deep dark night of the soul. You know, sadness. No. I think you might be misidentifying it because it's so different than starkly different than what you're used to, how you like normally roll. But okay. you might want to re-categorize um, it as okay. I'm taking a time out. And I'm okay. going to get quiet and just start asking some different questions. Instead of asking the question, what's wrong with me? This isn't normal. What's wrong with me? <laughs> okay. You want to ask yeah. what in the silence do I need to know most right now that's going to help me really leap forward. Okay. You know? Okay. And just sort of allow that to bubble up. I don't. It doesn't yeah. feel like you're in a bad place. It just feels like okay. you're in a state of growth. And that's one of the things in this work and all the spiritual stuff and all the personal development stuff and all the self-help stuff that's out there and all the rah-rah sessions on Facebook, you know, jump off the cliff, the wind will make your wings flap and you'll fly and, <laughs> and all that crap. Um, it It's very misleading to think that every dream is only the bright side. There's a yeah. whole lot of dark side to the dreams. Yeah. A whole lot. Okay. okay. And that's not to be afraid of that. That's a matter of that's the piece that actually brings the dreams to fruition. You know, okay. it's not all a straight line. And if people have a tendency, we have a tendency to hero worship and celebritize and over uh, indulge in a, in a fantasy of what our favorite 
quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, my fingers, not that you can see them, leaders <laughs> have gone through to get to their point of success. And trust me when I tell you, nobody, nobody does it in a straight line without falling on their face many times. Yeah. And the ones okay. who don't fall on their face and don't have those pullbacks of energy like what you're talking about, um, you're not listening to them because they're not powerful enough in what they're sharing. Mm-hmm. So those you can always tell the, the ones who haven't really done the work because they come and they talk about theory or, you know, they kind of do surfacey types of things and they focus on, oh, this is my BMW. You can have one too if you do things my way, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. They ne- haven't necessarily done the work because the ones who have done the work are going to be vulnerable and say, hey, listen, you know, you two can do this. <laughs> but it's going to cost you, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So, sorry for going off on that tangent. I don't know why, no, but I guess no. that's where they wanted you to go with that and just to focus now on not misidentifying, having a, a pulled back, I'm not going to say the lower level of energy, but a pulled back energy as, okay. a, um, as a bad thing. It's kind okay. of like they're giving me an, a cooking analogy. You cook. Uh, <laughs> rice and quinoa, that's about the extent of my cooking. Oh, well, all right, then. I don't know how why they're giving me this analogy, but maybe there's somebody listening who needs it. The analogy is when you reduce a sauce, where you put, oh. or like you have boiling water in a pot, and if you let it boil and boil and boil, it reduces down and down and down as it evaporates. So mm-hmm. essentially, you're reducing your energy right now, but it's what when if you're doing that with a sauce, what it does is it makes the sauce more potent. It makes it 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 um it makes it more a uh, stronger taste when okay. you're reducing, okay. let's say, a reduction like a balsamic reduction, where you take balsamic okay. vinegar and you make it into more of a glaze. That concentration of flavor, that's what you're doing with your energy now. So this pullback is more mm-hmm. of a reduction to concentrate the energy as opposed to you losing energy. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. It does. I was uh, worried that you don't see any health issues or anything. It's just no. for me, no. for my growth and for me to maybe even work through whatever I need to to go to the, advance to the next level or a higher vibration. Yep, yep. Okay. and this is okay. normal. Not, there's, the ocean doesn't always just come in. If it did, it would flood things yeah. all the time. It goes. It pulls back and it comes in, and it pulls back and it comes in, and that's even when somebody's giving birth to a baby, they don't just go push. You know, yeah. it's a contraction and a let go, and a contraction and a let go gives the baby a rest, gives the mom a rest, and then eventually it all it's all done. You know, low tide. That, okay. Yep, low okay. tide. That's that what makes it is. That's that's a great great way to describe it. Okay. All right, my dear. Well, good luck to you. Thanks for calling in. I hope that's helped. <laughs> God bless. Take care now. All righty. So we have come to the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I really, really, really believe in this. And, and I know from personal experience, you know, I never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself, that um, that this works. Take some time out. Take, you know, five minutes, do a little power meditation, just get quiet, take some deep breaths, and allow yourself to have a little bit of an ebb. Allow yourself to pull in and reconnect with what's really your energy versus someone else's. It'll change everything. So on today, 
with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. See you next week, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.